Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And I know it has been a hot minute since I have recorded a new episode. But here we are, it is time, and I am diving into a topic that I actually just posted about on Instagram. And if you don't already follow me, my Instagram handle is at justget.fit. But essentially, what I did in my stories is I asked you all, what are some of your diet culture beliefs or rules that you are struggling to, you know, get rid of? And a lot of the same things came up. There were so many answers, but some of the ones that kept coming up were, you know, carbs are bad, bread is bad, fruit is bad, you know, I always need to be losing weight, the, the skinnier I am, the better it is. Um, things like I always need to finish the food on my plate, processed foods or bads, and so on and so forth. And I wanted to record a podcast on this because I know that on Instagram, I think that people's attention span is about 14 seconds and me spending four minutes in stories talking about something that I think is actually so important, um, isn't going to get the attention it needs. So here I am. And so if you participated in those stories and those polls and all that kind of thing, this is for you because I know so many of us, myself included, have had or still have food rules and diet culture rules that we're holding on to. And the tough thing about it is that as you go through your day, your week, your life, the rest of this year, you are either putting more energy into reinforcing those beliefs and those rules, or you're putting energy into demystifying and letting go of those rules and beliefs. That's it. They're, they're not neutral for most of us. They are either being reinforced or we are letting them go slowly but surely with our actions, with our check-ins, with, you know, those moments of reflection. And so if you are someone that has a rule or belief, like I mentioned, I really want you to sit down with this because the thing about these rules and beliefs is you can get rid of them because honestly, a lot of them are BS. Like a lot of the things that people share in stories, and this is not to criticize anyone because many of the things that people shared, I was like, yes, me too. I also believed that. And I really do mean that. Like for a long time, I was like, oh, carbs are bad. Like I should not eat bread. Oh my gosh, fruit is a carb. I should avoid that. And those are things that I did believe before I took the time to actually educate myself and inform myself. And I know it is hard. I know how tough it is. A lot of us are getting our information online and there is so much information out there that it can be really conflicting. It is easier to scroll social media and to scroll TikTok and have doctors and people who appear to be well-informed be like five things you shouldn't eat and this is why carbs are making you fat and this is why you should avoid fruit and those things reinforce the beliefs that we already have however the problem is with a lot of these rules and beliefs they are more detrimental than the actual food and what I mean by that is unless you are diabetic or have an underlying reason to be avoiding fruit like from your actual doctor or health provider, fruit is a great option, right? And, and yet it's something that is so demonized for so many of us where we go, oh, okay, well, that's going to lead to this and then I shouldn't have that. And so what I tell people to do is 
If you have a food rule or something that you're having a hard time letting go of, I want you to question it. Okay. I always have this annoying habit that Vitaly goes like, why do you do that? He'll be like, I'm going to the store. And I'm like, why? He's like, oh, I'm going to go in the backyard. And I'm like, why? (laughs) And so I want you to take this habit of mine and apply it to your food rule. And I want you to be, you know, that person who goes on and on. Why? 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 Keep asking. Okay. And what I mean, an example of this would be if you're someone who goes, okay, well, bread is evil. I need to avoid it. I want you to go down this why rabbit hole. Okay. Well, why is it that I believe this? Where is that coming from? Okay. I want you to pinpoint where that information came from in your life. Who told it to you? Where you read it from? And then I want you to reflect on, okay, how long have you held this belief? Has it been helpful? Has it been detrimental? Perhaps it's just been misleading. Okay. And there are different studies out there. There are studies been done showing people, okay, we're going to ask them to remove this from their diet and let's see how it goes. And in some, in one of the studies, a lot of the people who actually were forced to remove bread from their diet dropped out of the study. <laughs> and so the thing about having these food rules is we sometimes hold on to them. I know I did for far longer than they serve us. And I know it's hard to let them go because of that underlying fear where we go, if I stop doing this, I'm going to gain weight. If I stop holding on to these rules, my body is going to change in a negative way. And I'm going to feel less confident. And I'm going to feel more unsure. And I am in a place where I can't trust myself. So I hold on to these rules for dear life because I don't know what else to do. And I hear that and I understand that. And I empathize with that because we have been inundated with so many conflicting messages over the years that when you take a step back and you actually reflect on where these rules are coming from and why it's so hard to change, you can kind of go, oh my gosh, like I've been holding on to this for years and years and years and years. And so making that shift is going to take time. And I always tell my clients, I talk to myself, I talk to myself in my head all the time. And sometimes things come up like these old rules and beliefs where we go, oh, I shouldn't have that. And it goes, okay, well, where is that coming from? Is that a belief from when I was 17 and in high school and someone's like, oh my gosh, don't eat that. Like, it's going to make you fat. Like, (laughs) I know that's like the very (laughs) typical voice, but really and truly, are you holding on to some, you know, throwaway comment that someone made when you were 17? Are you holding on to something that you've read in a diet book from your early 20s? Or, Or where is it coming from? But the thing is, really and truly, so many of these rules are more detrimental than the actual, you know, food. Because if every time you eat something, you feel bad, or you feel guilt, or you feel shame, or you second guess yourself, that's problematic. That is going to negatively impact you and your relationship with food and your relationship with your body for the rest of your life. And I'm hoping that is a very, very long time that life that you're living, you taking care of yourself, that's going to be a long and healthy life. So changing how you interact and engage with food is incredibly important. That's not saying this is easy breezy and something that's going to happen overnight. Me just saying carbs aren't bad. It's probably not going to make a huge difference. You actually having to peel back the layers and go, where is this coming from? Why do I hold so tightly onto this belief? 
you basically need to do a little bit of therapy with yourself and unpack that. Where is this fear coming from? And what is this worst case scenario? What is the worst case scenario if I do allow myself to eat carbs? What's going to happen overnight? And a lot of people think that, oh my gosh, well, as soon as I have that piece of bread, I'm just going to balloon and I'm going to gain weight all of a sudden and it'll be the end. And this is where I'm like, I would like you to bring in your logical brain and go, what is going to happen? Okay, I've got this loaf of bread in my fridge. And if I go, you know, get a slice out, you know, the package says it's 100 calories, what is going to happen? Well, I know mentally in, in my logical brain that 100 calories is not going to make or break anything, right? 100 calories is probably about the same as the banana. And, and that's also not not a bad choice. And yet we have these unrealistic, ex, ex, unrealistic expectations of what is going to happen when we consume these things. And we think it is the be all end all. But in reality, what leads to change, whether it is weight loss, whether it's weight maintenance, whether it's weight gain, what leads to that change is time and consistency. If you, you know, are working on letting go of these rules of, of incorporating carbs into your life, nothing is going to happen overnight. Okay. Nothing is going to change overnight. I guarantee it. Okay. If you reintroduce carbs into your life, if this is one of your fears and all of a sudden you go to town and you're like, okay, well, all I'm eating now is carbs and I'm going to ignore my fullness cues. I'm going to ignore my hunger cues and I'm going to eat above and beyond until I'm uncomfortable. And I'm going to binge on all of these foods for every single meal for the next eight weeks. Well, yeah, you're, you're going to see some changes. But the thing is, this is where use that logical brain of yours. You're not going to do that. You are not going to consistently do something over and over and over again that is not going to make you feel good, right? You're breaking down these rules and beliefs and reminding yourself that you are in control. No one is force feeding you anything. No one is sitting there airplaning food into your mouth. You are the grown up. You are the one making a decision about what you're eating how much you're eating, if you're listening to your hunger cues, your fullness cues, reflecting on how you're feeling, because that information is so important. And it's stuff that people disregard over and over and over. I know because I did it as well. I know because I see it with my clients and how hard it is to make that shift where they go, okay, this is fullness. All right. I guess this is kind of where I need to stop eating. And and I know that that shift takes work and time. And it is something that we expect that when we become aware of it, it's just going to be easy. But it's not because we have spent years and years ignoring those things. And so taking the time to take a step back and really look at your choices and your beliefs with that logical brain of yours and remind yourself of all the factors that go into your life and your journey and reminding yourself that, hey, okay. I am a little bit nervous about this. I'm nervous about reincorporating, you know, this food into my life. But where is it coming from? Where is this fear coming from? Is it an actual logical fear? Is this something that I need to let go of? And if I do, then what does that look like for me as an individual? Does it mean I intentionally try to incorporate something once a week? and allow myself to feel the feelings I have, but actually talk myself through them and 
maybe that looks like, okay, I'm really nervous to have this sandwich, but I know eating this one sandwich is not going to undo my effort and my consistency. I'm honoring my hunger right now. I'm going to eat until I'm satisfied. And if I'm full before I finish, then I'll wrap it up and I'll have it later. But try to be that voice of reason for yourself. And that is one of the hardest things we can do because I guarantee you, if you had a friend come up to you and tell you, oh my gosh, like, I don't know what to do. You would probably come in and be this reasonable person and say, you know what? It's okay. Take some time, think about it, reflect on it and take a step back. You will figure it out. But we don't allow ourselves that same compassion when it comes to these kinds of rules and beliefs. But if you are sick and tired of holding on to these beliefs and rules that are no longer serving you, that are actually probably detrimental to your relationship with food and your body, then you need to do something different. You need to let them go. In order to let them go, you need to break them down and remind yourself that it's not just a hard and fast rule, that it's not just carbs are bad. It's not just fruit is bad. It's not just this rule that I always have to finish what's on my plate. Because I think when we talk ourselves through it, it gets a little bit easier to see that things actually aren't so cut and dry. And, and I think a good example of this is the whole idea of, well, I always need to finish what's on my plate. And I think the challenge is, I always tell my clients who have this belief, I was like, there's a cost to believing this. There's a cost to finishing what's on your plate. And that cost is either financial, where people go, oh, well, if I just, I'll just throw it out. Well, and the cost is financial. You've wasted food. Um, and money by throwing something out. Or the cost is to your health where you are consuming food or calories that you don't need in that moment in time. And so this is where I like to be that person who reminds you, just because you can't finish it doesn't mean you're wasting it. Why can't you pack it up? Why can't you eat it in an hour? Why can't you have it for dinner? Or why can't you have it for lunch or, or eat it in 45 minutes when you're hungry? Just because you don't want to finish something because you're full doesn't mean you need to waste it. Because what happens when you follow this rule? When you follow this rule and you eat food that you are not needing in that moment, we tend to end up full, uncomfortable. We sometimes go down that rabbit hole of, okay, great, now I've overeaten. So now I need to make up for that. So how am I going to make up for that? Am I skipping my next meal? Am I over-exercising? Am I, and, and so on and so forth. And those thoughts and beliefs are not just then attached to, okay, well, I need to finish everything on my plate, but how you respond to it after is also incredibly important and impactful. It takes time and work to change how we think and how we look at food. But if you are done with certain rules, if you are done feeling some type of way after you're done eating or when you encounter something you know, whether it's at home or whether it's in a social situation or when you go out to eat, you have the ability and the control to change that. You have the ability to let go of these rules, but it does require some work. It does require unpacking where these things come from, but it absolutely is possible and worth your time. And I want to say that just because you start putting this work and effort and going, okay, okay, here's this rule that I have. I really need to break it. I need to let it go. I need to change how I think about this. Doesn't mean it's just going to happen. You going, okay, Nikki's talked about this, so I'm going to stop fearing carbs. It's not going to necessarily be this easy journey. And so I want you 
to also hold on to that fact, because as you go through this, there are going to be some days where those thoughts come back and they come back hard and you second guess yourself and you'll eat something and you go, great, I've messed up. It's going to take a lot of reinforcing and a lot of self-talk to go, okay, yes, this is how I'm feeling, but I also know A, B, and C, and I know that this is not going to you know, be detrimental to me and my health. And I know it's not going to undo all my work and progress. And I'm just going to talk myself through the situation. I'm going to allow myself to feel what I feel, but this is not about perfection in a whole other realm or a different way. This is just about me acknowledging how I'm feeling as I process and break down these old rules and beliefs. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself compassion as you make these shifts, because if you have been holding on to something for years or decades, it's going to take some time to, like I said, demystify or break those rules. And that's okay. That's part of this journey, but it is so worthwhile. All right. If you have questions or thoughts on this, don't forget, you can message me on Instagram at justget.fit. Or if you're interested in one-on-one nutrition coaching, you can email me at Nikki at justget.fit. That's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I at justget.fit.